Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Nightside credibility, also absurd news. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard. He's Alex Keery. Uh, we have a uh, we have a little bit of a uh, a bit of homework, and that is that uh, I assigned Ethan if if the twelve hundred dollars stimulus. Now, if you're married, you get if you're married, you get twelve hundred uh, joint filing. I think it was going to be. They mm-hmm. were saying if it was if your household income was less than one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, right? And then it's like twelve hundred per kid up to three kids. Too. So it's this insane amount of of stimulus again uh, to be coming your way. But the average American if, could be getting twelve hundred bucks if you're single and filing, or if you filed your taxes in twenty nineteen. Uh, and so you have to start thinking about what that twelve hundred bucks is going to be. So I want you to start thinking about it because next segment, Ethan and I, I gave Ethan this assignment to go on to KSL Classifieds because mm-hmm. I want to keep that money here local. Okay, Ethan, just in yeah. case, as a little as a little uh, form of practice, uh, we're going on to KSL Classifieds and we're just and we're gonna and and each of us get twelve hundred dollars mm-hmm. and we're gonna find the coolest things for twelve hundred bucks. Yep, and the best group of of cool things for twelve hundred bucks wins. All right, okay. So you can play along. You can text in what you'd be buying online. I'm, I did some actual uh, KSL classified shopping just a few minutes ago, and I think I have a pretty good list. So it's okay. got to be 1200 bucks right on the money, too. It can't be 1160 It's got to be right on. You've got to get okay. it right to a 1200 So that's coming up in just a little bit. Ethan, are you one of those people? Now, I'm, we're season ticket holders in my house for BYU football. I don't know what that's going to look like this year. I think we're going to get – I predict that uh... – you're going to use those tickets less often than you normally do. I think so, That's too. That's my prediction. Yes. You know what? And you're a smart guy. But here's the thing is a lot of these companies, the Jazz, for example, are already offering up season tickets for next year. Snowbird, they do this every year. They go, hey, why don't you go ahead and uh, float in a little bit early and start getting your season pass now. Get it going right. right now. But they, the thing is is that now companies are finding that consumers are hoping that everything gets better in the future. They can't wait to go to a jazz game or snowbird in the future, and they are buying these things because these companies are offering them up and giving them a little, a little bit of a discount. Are you one of those people, Ethan, that looks at this and goes, I want to spend uh, X amount of dollars on season passes or whatever it might be. Would you, would you look for opportunities to spend in the future, like you know, a Lagoon season pass for next year, maybe not this yeah. year? No. Well, I mean, I, I guess, yes, I would. I'm not really in the market for stuff like that because I've got a couple other financial priorities that i got to kind of get handled this year. But, 
Yes, in general, I, I would be up for something like that. But I would want some kind of assurance. Because if they're going to offer me a discounted price to move forward with a commitment for this fall, okay? For example, Snowbird. And Snowbird is actually doing this, right? They're, they're offering me a, a really good discount saying, hey, if you put money on the table for the next season, we all know that, that we don't know what's going to happen. If you, put, if you put some money down, we'll give you a really good deal. Great. Problem is, though, what if it doesn't work out? Snowbird's actually doing a, a COVID promise where they say, among other we things. We promise that you won't get it. If you come to our resorts this this winter, it's a uh, promise among, that we want to keep with our Snowbird season pass holders. Uh, among the among the different things that they talk about is they say that they will give you a future purchase credit if Snowbird is shut down for a period of thirty days or more. Right then, then they'll give you credit towards I guess the following season's tickets. And and I would certainly want something like that to be in place because I would hate to put money down on something for this fall and then have it, you know, and then have it not be available to me. Well, right? and that's a, and that's the thing is that like um, BYU's uh, first home game and I think second home game have been uh, eliminated already. You know, out of their first five mm-hmm. games that they have or their first four games they have on the schedule, they you know they've they've eliminated two of those home games and. You know, I don't know how they're going to do it. They they mentioned while we were in the renewal process because they hit me up pretty early and they said, "Hey, uh, you're going to re- if you want to keep your tickets, you got to renew." And I was like, and this is like late March of 2020 that they're asking me like, "Hey, go ahead and renew your season tickets." And I was like, "Hey, listen, what happens though? Like, I'm I think it's weird that we're we're kind of uh, aggressively going at this and asking me for the season tick that season ticket money, and they're like, "Well, if anything happens, you yeah, we're gonna." We're going to figure out a way. We'll make it right. That was that was the thing they kept saying. Well, we're going to make yeah. it right. We're going to make it right. Well, you know, and businesses- the problem is, is that's fine. Except for we don't have anything uh, actually that will say that in writing. It doesn't say, hey, yeah, if you're if any of these games get canceled, because there's just been no such thing as these games being canceled before. I've had my kids like sports leagues that are like, thank you so much for signing your kid up, and. Just letting you know, you can donate your the money that you signed them up with because we're not going to have a season. But you can donate that hundred twenty dollars that you already gave us if you'd like. And I get it; these companies are trying to stay afloat. I get it, but it well, was but it's just hard. I think, yeah, yeah, it is hard. But you know, it's something to think about though. And and consider this also with your favorite companies. If there's a company out there that you're really committed to, you got to realize that even big companies, um don't necessarily have deep pockets and right, they live paycheck to paycheck, so to speak. Yeah. And if, and if that revenue dries up, they may make a ton of money in profit, mm-hmm. but you know, where does that profit go? Well, it's probably not your concern. It's not the employee's concern that that money's gone. And when that new revenue drives up, uh, it, you know, all those billions of dollars that they may have made over the last several years, um, well, it's not available to the company because it's already gone into someone else's bank account. It's not available anymore to the company. Past profits are not usually kept in the company like that, and uh, except for certain things. And so they may have a, they may have uh, access to debt. They may have access to you know borrowing money. But boy, it's it's really easy for a company to look at uh, even just a few weeks lost revenue and say, well, I guess no one works here anymore because we can't afford to pay you. Uh, even even massively profitable companies that have just made people. Yeah, but rich. what would you? What you know? What I would pre-buy. You know what I would pre-buy because I buy because I buy it already. 
And if I could go in and kind of essentially like a like cashing in your punch card. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Oh, oh, this is Ethan McDonald's needs to hire me. I would start pre-selling McRibs for 2021. Oh my! Goodness. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So you start selling that McRib. You start selling like a uh, a punch card for 10 McRibs for 2021. I'm in because what it does is then McDonald's goes, hey, sometime in 2021. And they've got that purchasing power by me buying that essentially the McRib season ticket, and you get and you get a a twenty twenty one McRib at twenty twenty McRib <laughs> that's, prices. That's exactly. Did you say pig prices? <laughs> <laughs> at twenty twenty pig prices. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Right. Things that you didn't think you'd hear on the radio today. Twenty twenty pig prices. McRib mm-hmm. season tickets. McRib season tickets are the way. Are the way that the future of fast food need to go? Yeah, because I agree. Because here's the thing: people think to themselves, "Oh, I mean, they want the McRib right now, but they also like the idea of future McRib, and they also like the idea of, oh, I can maybe work off some of this these extra pounds, and then I'll be McRib ready for 2021." Uh, Boom. Here's someone. Someone texted in. They tried to pay the balance of their uh, season football tickets, but uh, they said they're not accepting payments right now. Oh, you know what's? But see, that's the thing is, is that. Um, it's probably because I did it. They, they, they hunted me down in late March and they said, well, you can pay it now. Uh, but then your seats are going to be guaranteed. And then they punted and said, well, uh, it, we're going to give you till April 15th now. But I said, it's fine. I'll pay for it now. I'm fine too. And then if refunds happen or when refunds happen, they happen if the games don't happen. And then they said they would just if, – if something ended up happening and the whole season got canceled, it would basically just roll around to the next season. Does that make sense? These, yeah, were, all, yeah. these were all guesses, though, being made by the ticket rep that I was talking to in uh, late March. So, Well, everyone's, uh, everyone's operating under the assumption that at some point football will come back online. Yes, and that's, just like McRibs will be back in 2021 right. at some point. And that, and that has opened up wallets, right? That has, pe- that has had people, encouraged people to, you know, who have season passes every year at Snowbird or, or who are ticket holders with BYU football. It's encouraged them to open their wallets because they know, well, you know what? I don't know what it's going to look like this year, but at least I've got it down for the following year. And we'll certainly be back by then. And uh, which is some famous last words, but <laughs> uh, I'm but here sure we are. Fine. I'm We've sure made a fine. lot of promises in 2020 that haven't come true, and we're all used to it now. That's my thing. That's my new. new that's my New Year's resolution: empty hey, promises because everybody's okay with them now. Can I give everyone a heads up? This yeah. text just came in: yes. ladder in the road on I-15 southbound near Point of the Mountain. So if you're headed south on I-15 to the Point of the Mountain, you watch out. Ladder in the road. Oh, uh, it's the worst. When you see that, when you see something fly up, and then you mm-hmm. got to get out of the way insane all right yeah taking the break here we'll come back more to go when we return oh steve stimulus barn making a return apparently they have a second location now that's how popular steve stimulus barn has gotten with the stimulus check stay with us right here on ksl news radio it's the nightside project a gun in the face then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up they pointed their guns at me and this is the point where i thought I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. 
I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 